trust the process. Trust the process. Ladies and gentlemen and sports fans of all ages, welcome to the Swear Word Party. Trust the process. Vancouver's sixth best Canucks-related show, but the number one Canucks 76ers NFL pro wrestling movies, TV, music, and pop culture extravaganza. Please welcome your hosts, Wyatt the Stanchion Art and Jay Bowman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Trust the Process. Welcome to the Swear Word Party. I am Jay Bowman, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Wyatt Arndt, the stanchion. Wyatt, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good, and neither one of us got traded, so uh, you know it's, I was worried about that. I thought for sure they were going to cash in on you a bit, get some draft picks to rebuild the show, but uh, they kept you around I, for a bit longer. So, I thought know. they'd package me with Ben, to be perfectly honest. Hey, yeah, you love him so much. Go with him to Winnipeg. Put your yeah. money where your mouth is. Yeah, you start a new show, a new show in Winnipeg where you can talk about threat, theft, and robbery and murders. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck All Winnipeg. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're also here with producer Jay Swing, Castle enthusiast. Jay, how are you doing today? Gentlemen, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing very well this morning. We are still doing the show as its podcast version, as the Meat Shack at Save on Meats is still shut down. Doesn't matter, though. You can still find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and nearly everywhere else you get your podcast. Doesn't matter when you listen to the show or when we record the show, because... Anytime is a good time for the swear word party. All right. Yes. Um, all right. Let's get right into it. Canucks in 7, presented by Van City Original. Okay, so the 2021 trade deadline came and went yesterday, and, yeah, about that. Um, Not a lot of great stuff to be excited about. Wyatt, I I saw you having a bit of a go on uh, on Twitter about some of your opinions on it. I wanted to get uh, connected with you today and talk about it. Uh, What are your thoughts, man, initially? What's the, the gut reaction from some of the moves that were made? Great moves. Uh, I think they are ready to to win the cup. This is looking real good. It's showtime, baby. I am so excited that the Tampa Bay Lightning have done some great moves. Oh, it's Canucks stuff? Oh, no, Canucks are terrible. Just terrible. Just not good. Not, yes, not it good. is showtime for the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> yeah, we've switched allegiances. We, we have been yeah. traded to Tampa Bay. <laughs> yes, we are going to do our bolts. best to make sure Victor Hedman is a good <laughs> player and feels supported. Is he even still there? I'm, I st- hope he is. Stamkos is so good. Yes. Remember Martin St. Louis? Remember he was Cavier? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cover boy of NHL 06. Yeah, good times. You know, um, the Canucks, I did not enjoy a lot of what they did. Um, they at least made some moves, but yeah. they felt like lateral at best. Um, if you look at like just the yeah, trust the process of the situation, um, at least Benning did do a move that you could get behind, which is Jordy Ben. And when he even said we weren't going to keep him, so we decided to trade him to a, a better team to have a chance to win and get something for him, which is... We can all applaud that. Do we have anything on the soundboard that could show our appreciation for that, sir, right now? So I'm obviously, I'm devastated. Yes. I'm gutted. That's I true. This be- is a, a mean yeah. ask of me. <laughs> can't believe he did. Oh, are you, I thought you were fucking I was with not. Me. It just worked you out. Actually- I'm inherently 
good at just right. correcting you. You know what? Hey, hey, for you, yeah. I'll hit applause long. How about that one? I like that. Yep. That is really long. <laughs> All that weak shit don't fucking live here no more. That shit don't exist. It's contagious, bro. You just threw your boy to the bus. <laughs> no, no, I just needed Jarvis Landry. This is how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, so Jordy Ben gone for a sixth round pick. You could have gone him for Taylor Hall in a first. What's the matter with you? Yeah, that no was Taylor Hall's sees, value. <laughs> no one sees this guy's value but me. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a day for our boys. Uh, our boys got dealt, Jay, and Wyatt's boy got paid. Yeah, I picked right. That means that means Wyatt wins. Yes, yeah, I win this does. boys. Yep, the great boy off of the uh, modern Canuck era, uh, Wyatt wins. <laughs> so what you're basically saying is Wyatt got his boy off best. Yeah, can we, for, can we edit some of the phrasing here, boys? I just, uh, <laughs> it's tro- problematic in a way. <laughs> but also your boy, or no, did you? Originally start with Pearson and then try and pivot to Stetcher last year, or did you were you on Stetcher from the jump and then pivoted to Pearson? No, my boy Dar has been great because I had Stetcher and then I pivoted off and he goes and now Pearson gets paid. Like I have been on fire with it's my true. boys right now, so it's, it's been true. really good for me. I'm yeah, in a good business then, here. Yeah, and then Jordy Ben gone, which obviously is the top story of the day. All anybody could talk about is where they're going to replace his bottom shelf scoring. Uh, you know, nobody. Um, risks, Toronto no- is upset they didn't get him. They were livid. They couldn't get yeah. Jordy Ben. Where's these? Who are gonna get seeing eye wristers from the point from? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Like who else can sit out for thirty games straight and then come back and play at the same level? Not many. Come back that and was- play on game thirty-one <laughs> like he didn't miss any time at all. Yeah, you know preseason bed up- is there all times. <laughs> you know who wakes up ready every day? Jordy Ben. Yeah, that's true. No, it's uh. Yeah, I mean, you get the Jordy Ben trade, that's fine. And then with the Gaudette trade, which there's a lot to unpack there. Um, there's the trade itself, which you're trading away Gaudette, and it looks like you're kind of giving up on him a bit early uh, for a guy that, at best case scenario, Bowman's just admiring his beer. <laughs> just for everyone at home, he took a sip of his beer, held it up, and admired the bottle for five fucking seconds. How am I supposed to I talk when so- you're doing that? <laughs> I forget sometimes that you can see me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It is a Cronenberg 1664 Blanc, as I'm a fan of that beer. So, yeah. Sir, can, can you just say like something for 10 seconds right now while looking right at me? Just can talk I about what? talk about Jordy Ben for like 10 seconds right now uh, while staring at the screen. Try and, I'll try and limit it yeah, to 10. Just do but, it. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing I'll miss most about Jordy Ben is just the way that he, you know, just shows up and plays the game the right way every day. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. <laughs> I saw you do it. Yeah, it is weird. All right. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know you could see me. I forgot. <laughs> it just felt a bit weird. We got fucking Jason with his guns out now. Like this whole show has just got a weird vibe. <laughs> These emergency it's shows tu- are just hey, bizarre. Hey, it's a Tuesday morning. This is <laughs> yeah, just how true. we get on Tuesday we, morning. We have our beers Tuesday morning. <laughs> Jay's working out in the gym. and We get together to talk hockey. <laughs> That's right. That's how we do it. Okay. Um, so on this bright Tuesday morning, I do want to say that, yeah, the Godot trade is a bit odd because it feels like... like at its very best, it's a lateral move because the guy they get is like, that's the always oh, like a Tyler Mott, this guy that's kind of undervalued, he's got speed, he's got a work ethic, and that's what you're hoping you get. But there's a lot of people and scouts that have said that he's not great, doesn't know NHL, ce- NHL ceiling. At the end of the day, Goddard, I think he was, you know, in a sense, overrated a bit, but the Canucks did still, you know, sell him at his lowest value. 
They took it when, when he was at his worst and they sold him for beans at that point. So that's not a great process there. They also then, you know, dropped down a draft position with, you know, flop, swapping draft picks there. And then you get all this stuff coming out like behind the scenes. Like, oh, this guy dead hated by his team and stuff. And I just want to talk to that point right now and, and to the people that go on Twitter and then like, you know, imply that they know what else is going on, that the real story fuck off that is the dumbest shut thing the i've ever up. seen it's shut the so fuck up you're yeah stupid I, uh, and okay, i'm not i'm not targeting anyone i've seen people i like do it i've seen people i don't like do it i don't care who's doing it but that is the like the most desperate attempt for attention i've seen like i again i understand the curiosity behind it all i want to know everyone so it's kind of interesting to see the team dynamic that's what botch built the probably off, off of i'm not saying that aspect's not interesting but if you don't know the story at all, because Botch knew the stories, he knew them. If you don't know or you kind of hear, what happens when you put it out there is the game of telephone starts. And at the end of the day, you end up with the Dan Cloutier fucking poor stories. Like, it's gone from Adam Goodet was like, you know, patient zero to, he, you know, he took Warzone too seriously and like went out with a real helicopter and tried to run down Bo Horvat. Like, the shit is so stupid to the point where now like everyone's throwing things around. Oh, Miguel, his wife was having a big house party and invited like Bon Jovi over and they got COVID together. Like, it's just the stupidest shit you hear. Hey, man, and hell of a way to get it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> You're going to get that COVID. Yeah. Brian yeah. Adams, come on down. Yeah. <laughs> all for one, all for COVID. Yeah. So, but, I mean, no, if you're going to do I, it. I hear you. Like, I, I saw a little bit of that, too. The, I can't say the real story, but hey, I, I know some things. You either say it or you shut the fuck up. Yeah. And again, this is a market that happens, and I, I'm not going after anyone for the curiosity factor, because again... Bosch built an empire of it, but he knew, and he didn't tell you as much as he could. He'd actually give you more details. It wouldn't just be like a one-off and you'd never hear it again. It wasn't, it's just, the worst part is now we see things like on social media, like, oh, Bo Horvat, you see he unfollowed Adam Gaudet. Oh my God, what does that mean? And it's like, that aspect is just annoys me because like, and someone's like, I think Bo's sending a message. Can I just say, if there's one person in the world who would not send a fucking message on social media, it would be Bo Goddamn Horvat. Officer Bo barely knows how social media works. I think, yeah. if anything, he follows Godet in the beginning because he's a t good teammate. Then he sees Godet posting Warzone clips every day. He's like, fuck, goddamn Warzone. I hate this video game shit, but he's a teammate. I got to follow him. Godet leaves. Good. No more Warzone. Like, that's probably the most it's going to be from Bo Horvat. That he's just like, finally, I don't need to see Warzone on my timeline. I hate video games. That is it. But people being like, well, I think Bo and Falden, clearly, like, there's some, some something terrible at play here. Like, I'm just tired of that. Again, I understand the intrigue, but when we're at the point where we're, like, trying to, like, see what people, like, like and unfollow, it's just tiring. Because I want people, again, I'm always a big proponent of not overreacting to things players say. I want more personality from the players to come out and stuff. If we're sitting here going, like, what did you, what did Bohorvat like today? Like, obviously, if he's liking white Nazi, like, white power stuff, sure, that's shitty. But there's obviously a line where, like, he's, like, liking, like, he liked a recipe for fatty foods. Is he trying to gain, like, let's just relax. Like, the worst thing Twitter did was change that goddamn heart from, like, from a star. If it had been a star, none of this would have happened. When it was a star, it was way more vague. Everything was great. But now that it's a fucking heart, it's like, ooh, why does he like it? Come on. Man, I don't even remember it being a star. Yeah, those it are the good days. Be a, it should be a star. We're yeah. heading in the wrong direction as far as Lucky Charms Marshmallows Association. <laughs> yeah. Where's with, the moon? Uh, the Twitter like thing. Yeah. Hey, it's a blue moon now. <laughs> yeah. What does yeah. it mean? I don't know. Perfect. We don't know what it means. Oh, man, this tweet got 400 clovers. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that works for me. And that's the thing. And it's just... With, with a market like ours, where it's, there's so much to speculate about, it's just we can remove some of the white noise. And it, it, I, I tweeted about today. It's silly that you almost have to say, like, do they need to teach NHL players, like, hey, when someone gets traded, like, if you do want to follow them, like, wait a month, which they shouldn't have to do, but maybe they do at this point, where it's like everyone's so, like, speculating and looking at stuff. But the thing for me, again, where, like, it comes down to it, like, of all the people to think that's, like, going on social media to, like, send a loud message, Bo Horvat would not be the guy to do that. Like, that's so, it's so petty and weird. That's a Roussel move. If, 
Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> Roosters pull that out. Then I'm going to unlike them. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no more syrup for you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so dumb and silly. And yeah, there is, like you said, a lot of intrigue around this. But uh, I, as I said last night on The Nation with Rob Fay, no one's ever going to know for sure. There's not going to, like, Gaudet's not going to come out and say anything, and Benning's not going to take a press conference and go, well, you know what, he was uh, playing Warzone a little too much, and that was a problem with his development, and also we didn't much care for his wife's appearance on the broadcast. That's the ridiculous. And I saw people citing the broadcast as, like, oh, a reason why, you know, because the wife admitted to breaking COVID protocols when that's not what happened, like, at all, and people citing that as a reason why Gaudet was distanced from his teammates and everything like that. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Well, I, people were always like, oh, Nate Schmidt and like these people, they all unfollowed God. They never followed him to begin with. That's what happens in these cases. The white nose just starts growing and growing. And it's like, oh, my God. Uh, former President Bill Clinton unfollowed him, too. This is insane. How deep does this go? It's like, okay. Well, wait a minute. Just... Hold on. I have a question for you. Has yes. Ja Rule unfollowed him? <laughs> yeah, that's what does Ja think about this? <laughs> Where's Ja? Where is Ja? <laughs> you know why you play too much Warzone? <laughs> you know what? I, I have I have some questions about the Gaudet trade that I don't think Ja Rule can answer right now. That's fair. You know, that's fair. I mean, he, he's going to try his best, but end of the day, um, you know, end of the day, the, the, the intrigue is interesting, I'm sure. And if we found out the true story, who wouldn't want to know that? It's no different than Kessler demanding a trade at the bar at the Olympics. There is definitely intrigue behind the scenes. But if we're going down the, the wormhole of like, you know, like trying to like, see what someone meant by their unlikes or unfollows. And like, we're hearing what one guy said. And when you're passing on information that you kind of heard third hand, like you're just helping add to that. And again, I've never peddled in that sort of information because I know what, what it can turn into. And I, and I know it sounds very like people are like, this probably feel offended. Like, oh, he's attacking me. No, I'm just, I just wish that the players could have a bit more of a, a normal space where they're not going to get, you know, run down by Dan Clutri and his Porsche. That's all I'm saying, you know, just got to stop it. Hey man, not a big ask. Not a big ask, really, stop, at stop all. Stop letting Dan Cucci run people over with that Porsche, okay? Just stop it. Anything <laughs> else of note uh, today? There were some picks that went back and forth. Uh, got another player, Madison uh, Bowie. Oh, Bowie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, you know he's in that uh, he's in that prime age range of Stanley Cup winners that uh, Ben and covet so very much. I mean, he'll probably continue the proud tradition of bringing in the Derek Pouliots of the world, guys that were formerly highly rated and have come in now where their career is not really working. And I think they said, like, yeah, if we can't bring, you know, Edler back or anywhere defensive back, he'll still be there for us next year. And it gives him a bit of expansion. I think that was the best one. I don't know if it was, I think it was Thomas Drans, but it like, hey, it allows him to protect Tyler Myers in the expansion draft. I'm like, I don't I don't think anyone's worried about Tyler Myers in the expansion draft. <laughs> like, yeah, that contract he has is, is that's his shield right there. That's Captain America's shield right there. No yep. one's getting through that, so that's right. He's it's, it's covered in blood. <laughs> so what's the what was the fake captain's name? Is it John Walker? U.S. Yeah, he's John agent, Walker. Baby. Yeah, that's John yeah, Walker. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. <laughs> Tyler Myers Done. is John Walker. What an upgrade from stepdad Rick. <laughs> yeah, what an upgrade. Uh, again, uh, like it's it's a roll of the dice. It doesn't you know cost them a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna be a huge move for them. It gives them a bit of flexibility, but. The entire deadline, you know, it's it is what it was. Uh, I'm not too amazed they didn't make too many moves. There was COVID in place, you know. I don't know if that impacted their players not wanting to move or the value of some of their players, but I don't. In to Benning's credit, I don't think there was a ton he could have done. Like in a nice world, maybe get something for a Sutter. That might have been their highest. Like I still think some teams might have been like, "Ooh, playoff Sutter!" Like that's a thing. But 
not enough that I'm going to get livid about it. So it's yeah. one of those things where whatever happened, happened. And no matter what he did in this deadline, barring like a miracle Hail Mary throw, uh, there are still a lot of problems that need to be solved in the offseason. So the deadline wasn't going to solve a ton of things, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I noticed you sent us all this tape on Brandon Sutter, but all of it is him scoring backhand goals. Do you have anything for him on the forehand or? Yeah, no, no, nope. just. And they're all in the playoffs, so just purely you want us looking at backhand playoff Sutter. Of course. Can you imagine teams like game planning for that? Just keep him to his forehand. <laughs> <laughs> Shit you do with ball hockey, because yeah, no one exactly. wants to be on their backhand. Yeah. Just take away his forehand. He's got no He's got no options. Forecheck the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's not a whole lot that he could have done. Interesting to see him come out a couple days ago and say, oh, we're not going to do anything You know, with COVID. These, the guys have been through enough. We're not going to be – it'll be relatively quiet for us. And then, yeah, makes a couple moves and then – you know, the conspiracy theorists start spinning their wheels of, well, wait a minute. So Ben was on was in COVID protocol to start the season. And as a result, I think Miller also had to go down because of that. And then now here's Adam Gaudet. The only two guys that were shipped out were those two. Interesting. Not really. I mean, that's probably like they had given up on Gaudet. And well, there were rumors they don't, and they don't, before and now. just now. Yeah, Sorry. and they don't have uh, plans for Ben. They weren't going to re-sign Ben. Yeah, why not try and get him? I mean, that's exactly the type of move that everybody has been hoping Benning would make at some point, at any point during the trade deadline yesterday, was, hey, someone who's a UFA who you don't plan on re-signing, maybe try and get something for him. And to Benning's credit, he did. Unfortunately, it happened to be my boy, so he can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, like it's nice he did like one thing that shows he knows what that involves. It's just you wish you would have done more of it. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of he could do. And let's be clear, it's because he put himself in the situation. So right now, we've just got to wait for the offseason and, and play out these useless fucking games and see where the oh, team gee. ends up. Yeah. Like, that's what we're at. And for those at home not seeing this right now, Jay Swing has moved on to deadlifts. This is crazy. This guy does a morning routine that puts me to shame. Like, he is working it right now. I'm going to yeah. move to uh, I'm gonna move to coffee soon. I like to have my beer before my coffee when I'm starting to get my day going. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm almost out of Cronenberg's here, so I'll have to go to the, uh, get the old Keurig going soon. So yeah, just to let you know. Going on. No, thanks for the update on your morning routine. It's early, dude. So, yeah, I, you know, I can always smell the bacon right now. It is a crazy early morning. I just What a sunny day, though, hey? I think it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. I'm a, your white noise machine might be on, bro, so that covers us. In case. We'll see. We'll just see what the weather is right now. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about, you mentioned him a little bit before, the other major news to come out, non-deadline related. Uh, Ryan Kessler in the news. Uh, did you happen to hear his uh, his bit on Sportsnet 650 earlier today? Uh, no, lay it down for the, for the good folks at home. Okay, so he was on uh, The People's Show with Satyar Shah, Dan Riccio, and uh, Randy Janda um, talking about uh, the deadline and what happened to him when he basically limited his... Uh, his choices to two teams, which is something I've always taken umbrage with, and that's something that always kind of you know didn't hit me the right way in regards to Kessler handcuffing the Canucks as far as what their options were for him when he was uh, when he was gone. So I'm going to play the audio uh, wait, wait, right before now. You, before you do that, could you pick one handcuff moment in wrestling that would be the equivalent of what Kessler did to the Canucks, sir? What would you choose, handcuff or tape? Oh, I'd probably say that he handcuffed mankind's hands behind his back and then just basically bludgeoned him with a chair uh 15 times 
Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Crush being uh, taped up in the back with by Macho Man. Oh, and he tried oh. to get the pulley system yeah, going yeah. at WrestleMania at WrestleMania 10. Yeah, yeah. And then he tried to get because it was a it was a weird <laughs> fucking match where you had to pin a guy on the outside somewhere. Yeah. And then he had 10 seconds to get back to the ring. And if he didn't match the 10 count, then he lost. It was fucked up. It was a nonsense match. But yeah, he uh, yeah attached his legs, pulled him up on some pulleys, and then let him go. And then he just kind of sadly s- slumped to the ground <laughs> and had to stay there. It was hilarious. So yeah, Wyatt, that's actually pretty apt. The Mankind one was the first one that came to mind. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're both good. I do like the fact that that match, they clearly came up with the end of the match. Is it how do we make a match that matches this ending? <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah we'll you got to pin a guy. We'll start here the- <laughs> and then work around it. Yeah. Uh, also, fair point, uh, honorable mention to maybe it was like, was it the big show in John Cena where he duct taped his legs oh, around yeah. the uh, the ring posts? Or I think he did that to Batista. It happened a couple times, but it's always great whenever it's a last man standing match and they duct tape somebody's legs to the ring post. Pretty good stuff. So, uh, yeah. All right. Ryan Kessler. Super, super interesting. So let's uh, let's hit it. You know, players take less money to have security, to have a no-move clause, so they can keep their family in one spot. And then if they do want to move you, they can't ship you to pick a pick a spot in a league that's that you don't want to live, you know, or or a team you don't want to go to. My biggest thing, if if, if I was going to get traded, I want to get traded to a, a contender, some somewhere where I could possibly win. Um, somewhere where my family would enjoy it. You know, I think that's first and foremost. You know, with my situation, I'm, I'll tell you guys a story. I, I gave Vancouver six or seven teams. Um, it was, yeah, when it, when they came to me and asked me for teams, I, I talked to my agent. It was like Tampa, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Colorado, Detroit was in there, Chicago, Anaheim, and maybe the Rangers and I didn't get traded at the deadline. And then summer comes and Jim Benning comes in and, and I really sat down and really thought, and I'm like, you know what? I just gave them half a team and they couldn't deal me when I asked to be dealt. And, you know, I heard Pittsburgh had a deal for me and it fell through. Don't know why still to this day, but they go on and win the cup. So bitter. Uh, then summer comes, Jim Benning gets hired and Jim calls me and he's like, okay, we have your, your seven teams. We're going to get the work here. I said, Jim, it's not your fault, but it's two teams now. And he got all mad with me. And I was like, Jim, I asked it dealt last year. You put me in a really bad spot the rest of the year. Everybody knew I wanted out my teammates, everyone. I had to play. I know it's not your fault, but that's these are the cards that are dealt now. And this is the two teams I want to play for were Chicago and Anaheim. And I I said I'd appreciate it if you got it done and he, he was he did. He was good about it and he's like, Okay, I understand. All right. Okay. All right. I mean <clears throat> I would have sat him forever, not to be mean to him, but like, if we're doing like, at that point, we're doing like a, a mano-mano, like who can one-up each other, I'd be like, well, that's great, see ya when your contract runs it's out. two teams <laughs> now. Okay, well, it's definitely not yeah. three, because you're not on the Canucks anymore, so. <laughs> what are the two teams, Utica and, no, like, I mean, 
obviously Jim did get the greatest deal. Um, and the Pittsburgh deal itself, I think the report deal was for like Sutter and like Pouliot. Like it was all the same names anyways. They're like, there's no way we're escaping this destiny. <laughs> like Dr. Strange somewhere is shaking his head like you're, you're always going to wind up here. <laughs> yeah, only one place you're going to end up, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like that's probably, you know, why I wouldn't be a gem because I would want to do it out of spite. But like, you know, it's how I fall. Like you're going to sit then. Um, so I do give Benning a bit of credit for at least getting a deal done, but like, what is, okay. So from Kessler's side, what is he hoping to gain from this story? It's a good question. You know what? We've got him <laughs> on the line. Let's him in a great him. Life. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like in terms of like PR and stuff, like you're basically bidding, you're turning the screws on your team and you're like, and you're well, saying, well, it's nobody's fault, but I just, you know, basically fuck you guys. Here's the thing though. I come um, out of that story with a little bit more appreciation for Kessler because like, I've long since maintained that that two-team thing was was really awful and handcuffed the Canucks or whatever, but he really kind of put himself out there the year before, was clear that he wanted to move on and not be part of a rebuilding franchise, which you can't blame somebody for, especially not that guy with where he was in his career and where he was physically. You can't blame him for wanting to not be part of a rebuild and wanting to go somewhere. I've never necessarily held that against him. The thing for me was always the whole two-team thing and that being so public. Uh, but when he had seven teams and there were deals and stuff in place and it wasn't done, I can kind of understand his frustration with putting his neck out there and making it very public or whatever that he wanted to go and then it didn't happen. That's a bit of an awkward uh, situation. But it is just odd, though, like if you do want to get traded, like you, you can still have seven good teams to go to and make it easier on everyone. Like I don't necessarily know how that helped his case. Like, oh, you know what? Now you just got two teams. Unless he thought himself like, these are the two closest teams to win the cup, and that, in his opinion, has helped himself win it. I think clearly he's holding on to that Pittsburgh Cup. I didn't realize he's holding on to that. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was my big, cup. That's the big takeaway. Here. It's like, that that's what I'm it. taking from this. <laughs> yeah, it was Pittsburgh. Should have been mine. Should have been my um, cup. So yeah, I guess at the end of the day, that's what he thought those two teams were his best chance of winning. If he just lost a cup, in his opinion, he wants to get the two best teams he can. But yep, uh, it just didn't work out that way. So yeah, I mean, it's it's again, those are the the backstories that are interesting to find out, and we actually found out from the source and. I guess my other biggest takeaway is um, when did he start regrowing his Michigan accent so hard? (laughs) He didn't talk that way in Vancouver. (laughs) He's definitely doing some, like he's going back to his roots there. And I find it funny. I'm going to go do some research for when he was dealt and see if anybody was like, I know the real story of the two teams. I can't say anything, but (laughs) trust me, it would blow your minds if I could. And then see if any of those people right now are retweeting themselves with the eyeball emojis like, oh, see, I told you. It just took a lot of years to come out. It's probably Kessler who tweeted it. I got the inside scoop, but I can't say. (laughs) I got it. I got it. So, yeah, anything else Canuck-wise you want to get into? Man, does it ever feel like a thousand years since the uh, Demco extension? So much has happened since then. The world has changed. We're all different people. We're doing shows in the mornings now. and J-Swing's moving on to do barbells now. This guy just does not stop. He's sweating like crazy profusely. Yeah. I think he's got protein powder. He's using raw eggs at this point. Wow. Yeah, it's just watching all this stuff go down. And knowing that the Canucks are going to play on Friday, like, I, does anyone give a shit about the actual games at this point? No, like, shut, even it, last, shut it down. Last time I don't, don't want right? to see Pet. I don't want to see Pedersen again this year. There's no yeah. point. No point. If he comes to the ice. I'm going to like get a hose and spray him. Get, get, get out. Get, get out of here. here. Let's white fang him. Throw, Throw rocks, rocks at him. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of here. Nobody wants you here. Pedersen. We don't want you here. Well, not now. We don't want you this <laughs> season. We want you. Yeah, we want you safe for next season. That yeah. doesn't really come across the same way when you're throwing rocks at somebody. No, we'll have notes in the rocks. So we're so we sorry. We want you healthy. 
We want you yeah. healthy and playing high stakes <laughs> hockey. Uh, yeah, like this is just the let's schedule's get through fucked, it. man. This the back is to particip- back participation trophy season right now. Let's just get there. This is potentially a good way to showcase some young players, get them some some game time. If they come out and Benning or Aquilini or anybody says a fucking whisper about, you know what, we still feel like we can compete and try and get into the playoffs this year, gentlemen, like, be real. It's not it's not going to happen. Let's just hope every, everybody's safe and everybody's healthy at the end of the year and we'll start looking towards next season. Team Tank. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're, it's, it's, we're in the draft position season. We're in the just hope they get through the games without getting hurt. And if we saw what happened to Utica after they had their COVID break, it feels like the Canucks will get slaughtered in the first couple of games because they're not going to be game ready. They're not going to be no. tired. They're going to be back to no. backs for like half their games. Um, it's just not going to be pretty. And yeah, I just want this season to be over. Like my army's going to be like, like really depressing. Just like really like downtown. Like, all right, I guess we're doing this. It's not going to be great, everyone, but still read them, please. Please tell me awesome. you, you're going to start every single one with, all right, I guess we're doing this. Yeah, and 100%. Then, the first one. That's your new sentence. opening. That's your yeah. new opening. All right. I guess yeah. we're doing this. I guess we're still doing this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Are we still another one? Okay. They just, they lost a combined 12 to 1 over those yeah. last two games, but we're doing this. Okay. Here we go again. So it's going to be like the, the plot of the new Mighty Ducks movie where it's going to be like a guy out there with, you know, and the net not moving anymore. Um, a guy from Toronto who doesn't know how to skate. It's going to be great fun. It will be. It'll be fun to, fun to watch. Is the new Mighty Ducks movie good? It's, it's a, a series. I haven't seen it yet. It's decent. Like, it's the same old notes. Uh, okay, I will say one thing. Gordon Bombay is fantastic in it. He's the has best he, part of it by has far. He, has he uh, drank and drive yet? Not yet. That doesn't happen. Uh, maybe it happens later in season two. Uh, but he does design one zany play that results in a goal, which is his old school goal. <laughs> yeah, Bombay's oh, still there. You got me. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Sold. <laughs> He's billed as like this top, like, you know, college coach. He did the blah, blah, blah. I won't wear anything else. But at the end of the day, he's still doing his zany plays. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fall on the ice like you're having a heart attack. Cover. Don't have the puck under you. The goalie puts the puck in his glove for like five seconds. The ref doesn't call the play for whatever reason. Drop it to the guy on the left and get a breakaway. <laughs> That was such bullshit in Mighty Ducks 2. She obviously saved it. Why the suspense? Why the suspense? That movie pure like does not understand hockey at no. its very base, pure level. Where no. it's just the gunner stall stops on the shootout. First of all, what are you doing? Stops yep. on the shootout. He does his triple deke and then the slap shot into the net. Right? That's his that's his game. A snapshot even. And then she falls forward and you hear that like ricochet sound effect and everyone bated breath <gasps> what happened well a question for you is the puck in the net <laughs> then she saved it i know yep. it's a movie and everything but that is the most ridiculous thing in that movie which features a third period uniform change and a dude roping somebody and not getting a too many men penalty getting a roping yeah no it's definitely and ken, and ken woo beating the shit out of a six foot seven icelandic guy <laughs> That movie is, is problematic nowadays. <laughs> How does Averman make Team USA? There's no one in Michigan that's better than Averman. The scouting is just ridiculous on that team. Yeah. Okay, so we've got uh, 10 people all from the same Minneapolis Little League team. Uh, and then, oh yeah, I guess we'll get five people from around the States. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I got this goalie from Maine. She's pretty good. There's this 28-year-old who plays out of Illinois. He's also pretty good. He's Ryan Kessler uh, kid's pretty good. We've got this uh, stereotype down in Texas. He's going to really hit those stereotype marks. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there's a figure skater kid. And, uh, yeah, cool. Oh, there's also uh, Keenan Thompson from SNL. He's got a crazy shot. He doesn't know how to skate, though, so let's let's go for it. There's your Team USA. Fuck, they deserve to lose that tournament every game. Trinidad and Tobago should have rolled them up. It's just, it's like wrestling where, like, at one point where everyone had a day job and they just brought it to the rink with them. <laughs> yeah. The goon would have been a better choice than Averman. <laughs> oh, I'm hot. All right. So that's it. Uh, good, good Mighty Ducks segue, everybody. Good work. Yeah, good, good, good. Good Tuesday morning debate. That's it for uh, for Canucks now. Yeah, a bit of a truncated show this morning because uh, we all got to go to work soon. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing a good job. Uh, oh so, my god, what if my job actually listens and thinks I'm doing it during work? Shut the f- shut up. <laughs> all right. Oh, 6 a.m. You know, you know, I work at nine. We're fine. It's 6 a.m. All is well. It's Tuesday right. morning. Good. Everybody, bases are covered. Good work. Uh, so we will do a little bit of an ad break here, and then that'll be it for this uh, morning edition of Trust the Process. So Quest Trade, as you all know, we're trying to get them back over as baby faces. Remembering the time where Quest Trade, they were they were the good guys. They weren't the despicable heels they are now, shaming people about their finances in a pandemic. So we've been counting down the best Quest Trade babyface ads. Uh, I think last time we hit uh, New Standards, I believe, was the last one. So, uh, this one is uh, is called "Not a Game." Did you la- title them, or did they title them? I titled them. Okay, I was wondering. So, <laughs> <laughs> can you list all the titles of the commercials you got? You'll hear them over the next several weeks no, because I we're want to know them right down. now. I need them in a row. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Give me the ones you've already done, though. You can tell me those ones. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> what I've already done on uh, ten minutes, baby. <laughs> The one with the baby, of course. I, I got that, that one. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody getting paid. New standards. And then now we have not a game. Okay, thank you. I don't know That's why you find know. it so entertaining. <laughs> I just imagine you sitting down for half an hour working on the perfect titles. <laughs> and at the end, you're like, let's put fucking baby down. That's what it is. <laughs> it's simple. And that's what makes it good. That's what it is. It's a whole, it's a whole thing together. Like, did you debate on some of these, or was it all this clear-cut run? Like, tell me the process. When you know, you know. <laughs> See, I don't try and find the title. Title finds me, bro. Okay. <laughs> and this one's called Not a Game, and you're going to find out why. Okay. Why are my mutual fund fees so high, my returns so low, and yet you guys keep putting up record profits year after year? You'll see the results in the end. It's a long-term game. It's not a game. It's my retirement. It's my family's future. Oh, yeah. That's Wait, good stuff. I, I have one question. Why Why is that guy speaking like the Joker? <laughs> Which guy? The, both of them almost at one point. <laughs> like, it's not like a debate the Joker. Why so serious? It's like, what the fuck? What are we weird mm, no, squeeze, play it one more yeah. time play it one more time listen for the joker please one more time you want to hear not a game one more time <laughs> yes i do sir <laughs> one more time why are my mutual fund fees so high my returns so low and yet you guys keep putting up record profits year after year you'll see the results in the end it's a long-term game it's not a game it's my retirement it's my family's future 
Yeah, dude, I think you got it. Tell me that's not the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Can we rename it Why So Serious? And I'll be like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. It's not a game. It's uh, you gotta have. He needs to lick his lips more. That's the thing. It's not a game. It's uh, my family's future. Now, uh, one last request. With these, with these fees in the end, you'll see. Uh, nobody cared who I was before the fees. You merely adopted investment banking. I was born in it. Yeah, can you ahead. send me that audio after the show? Because I do want to switch it in, like, interlope it with uh, the Joker and see if we can tell the difference. Him in the interrogation scene with Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pounds exactly. On Batman, his, yeah. Pounds on his hand. It's good yeah, stuff. That's what I want. Okay, next yeah, week dude, we're going to debut the, the sequel with Batman <laughs> interrogates him. Where were the other drugs going? Mm, the the fees that you're charging me. It's uh, not a game. You think you're a schemer. All you bankers are schemers, and schemers are going to get what's coming to them. And here we go. Quest trade. Yeah. We could write commercials for them. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's, it's a good commercial. That was Joker, though. All right, that's it for this uh, very truncated episode of Trust the Process here. We just wanted to make sure we talked about all the trade deadline happenings in Canuckland that happened yesterday. Uh, you can catch the full show in its podcast version on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, nearly everywhere else you get your podcasts. Trust a playlist which features music cultivated for and from the show is on Spotify. Um, you're not going to find a 22-minute Jethro Tull song on there, so don't worry. Uh, there is, uh, you know, some Destiny's Child on there. There's some Coldplay. You know how much Coldplay rocks. There's some Eminem. There's a DuckTales theme song, some Beatles. You know, all the all the major hits that make this show what this show is. And also all the major hits that we can't play on the show without getting our shit shut down. If you want to be part of the process, follow at TTP Show Van on Twitter. Uh, get your questions in. Uh, keep an eye out for the call for questions. Hashtag TTP. TTP show. Uh, thanks to our trustees for leaving reviews on iTunes. Leave a rating and in your review, you know, mention something about the show that you like. Mention who one of your boys on the Canucks is and hopefully they don't get ripped from you at the trade deadline at leaving you with nothing. So, hey, wait. Do we have to claim new boys now, Bowman? Is that what happened? I'm not claiming. A, I'm, I'm going boyless for the there's a moratorium. My boy is currently that sixth round pick. I will <laughs> wait and see who gets picked. And that's it. So we have, uh, yeah, I can't just I can't just gravitate to a new boy. I'm just going to be like, go, Hamannick, you the man. No, I need, I need time. I need time to be alone. I need time to be boyless. So I'm going to take that time. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Thanks to Save on Meats for providing the platform for us to do the show. We hope to return to the Meat Shack someday in the future when the world is good again. Don't forget to get your Van City original gear at Dipped on Hornby and Robson. Be sure to subscribe to The Athletic to read Wyatt Arndt's post-game armies, which will be continuing when the Canucks continue. Wyatt could not be more excited about that. Yep. That's all for this week. Don't forget to eat your Werther's candies, and no matter how bad things seem, you can always trust the process. Anytime is a good time for the swear word party. That's right!